today's daf is Ksubis daf Tzadi Zayin. We are holding on the top of daf Tzadi Zayin Amr Aleph. Uh, we started the 11th parak of Masechus Ksubis yesterday. And the daf today is going to be continu- a continuation of the discussion if a woman has to sell properties, if she has to sell Nechassim in order to be able to get her Mezonos or to get her Ksuba payments. So first we're going to talk about if a woman sells Karka for her Mezonos, how many months in advance can she be selling for the sake of Mezonos? Meaning uh, if she's going to need Mezonos for the foreseeable future, Future, but who knows how long she's going to need Mizonos for. She may get paid her Ksuba, and then she won't be entitled to Mizonos. So can she sell Karka that's worth 10 years worth of Mizonos now? Is that something that we would allow her? And, and if, if we do allow her to sell for, for a, a certain amount of time in advance, does, are, is all the payment made in one lump sum, or do we, uh, do, we, do, we, do, we, do we control the flow of money to her as the, as the need comes up for Mizonos? Meaning if she sells, let's say, the Karka for, uh, for X amount of time of Mizonos, is there X minus uh, amount of time that she's going to receive the, the payments. Then the Gemara is going to talk about if she sold Karka for Mizonos, can she then go back and be toface that same Karka to collect her Ksuba? She sold the Karka for the Mizonos, but she wants to get her Ksuba. And the Gemara is also going to talk about if someone sold land uh, on a totally different issue, we're not relating to a woman, but Stam. If a person sold land because of a specific need for cash, they had had a deal, they wanted to buy something that had come up, and then that need is no longer there. The need uh, goes away. So is the whole thing, is it like a Mekah Taos, where the whole Mekah was uh, was on a false premise, it was on the premise that there was going to be the need, and the need's not there, and therefore the whole Mekah is battle, or do we assume that the Mekah is binding? And then the mission on the bottom of Amin Aleph is going to talk about uh, what type of Almana is allowed to sell Shalob Bezin Shalmumchim, meaning when, when do we require an Almana if she's going to sell to Dafu go to a Bezin of Mumchim, and when do we say that it's not necessary that that an almana goes to a basin of Mumchim, she can go to any three adiotos in order to evaluate the property that she's going to sell. And the Gemara is going to give two explanations why an almana mina erisin can sell without Bezdin and an afkimina between the two reasons and a psakalach. And the Mishnah Amid Bez, in the middle of the page of Amid Bez, is going to have machlokas about a, uh, a, 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 a woman who, uh, who collected part of her ksuba, whether she's still entitled to Mizonos. We know, we know, we discussed yesterday, once a woman collects her ksuba, she's no longer, she, her husband died, she collects her ksuba, she's no longer entitled to Mizonos from the Yarshim. What if she collected a portion of her ksuba? Does that already disqualify? qualifier from future Mizonos, or do we say no, until she collects her entire Ksuba, she's able to uh, get Mizonos. And the Daf is going to conclude by comparing two Machlokos, this issue of Miktsas Ksuba. Do we view Miktsas Ksuba, Kikol Ksuba, collection of part of the Ksuba, like she collected the whole Ksuba? We're going to try to see, is that connected to the Machlokos about a Kohen Gadol, the halacha is a Kohen Gadol has to marry a Besula. What if a girl is a Miktsas Besula? She's a partial Besula. How is a girl a partial basula? She's a bogaris. She's not so young, so she never actually had bia. But the basulim is a little bit uh, is, not, is not as strongly there as it was when she was younger. So is a kohen allowed to marry a bogaris? Do we view miktsas basulim kikal basulim? So that's going to be a very similar discussion. So let's begin now again at the top of daf tzadi zayin amir aleph. Uh, we're discussing the rights of a woman to sell property that, uh, that in order to be able to collect her mizonos, in order to be able to collect her, her, uh, her ksuba. So the, uh, the Gemara says uh, on, the, on the very top, Ketzad, last word on the first line, Ketzad Mocheres, how does a woman sell for the sake of her mizonos? Am Rabbi Daniel Barkatina, Am Rav Huna, Mocheres, 
she sells for 12 months worth of mizonos in advance and the one who bought the property from her shouldn't pay in one lump sum he should pay every 30 days whatever she needs for that coming month and the reason that the lokeach doesn't pay more than uh, than 30 days in advance is because what if she gets married to someone else and then she's no longer allowed to receive her mizonos and if he's going to give her everything in one lump sum the some are going to have a hard time getting that money back from her that she, she's already muxik in it. So they made a takana, the cham made a takana, that she shouldn't get all that money in advance. It should only come in, uh, in, in 30-day installments. That's how Rashi explains in Dibra Maskel Velokech. Tosas Rid writes that the reason that they don't give her all the money at the same time is because she might die. And then uh, her yarshim are going to be muxik in the money. Uh, what, there, there are several chashashs, probably Elevel Divril Kimchayim, these are all these are all uh, legitimate concerns. Shitim Vetzis says both of the reasons, and he says that's why it was a partial gemara that, uh, for, uh, that that she certainly can't sell for ten years. Meaning there's a, there's got to be some limit for how much she can she can sell for. That that everyone agrees. Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah says mocheres chadashim that she can't sell for a year in advance. She can only sell property worth six months worth of mezonos. But we still maintain that the lokeach is only mefarnes once every thirty days, but um, less than that, we're not going to make her do. Meaning, we might say, one might have said, let her only sell a day at a time, let her sell karka for a day at a time, but that we're not going to make her do, not only because it's a tremendous tirch, but the Rishonim will point out, she's not going to get the full value of the karka, meaning you can get a lot more for karka when you're selling a reasonable mm-hmm. amount of karka, so uh, no one's going to uh, to pay for mizonos that's worth less than six months worth of, uh, of uh, no one's going to pay for karka that's worth less than six months of, uh, of mizonos. A reasonable sized piece of karka is going to be at least six months worth of mizonos. So the Gemara brings prices that support each opinion. Tani kavase de Rafuna. We have a price like Rafuna, Mocher Shemas Achodesh Velkech Mefarnes Ach Shoshim Yom. That it's she sells for 12 months in advance and she receives payment every 30 days. And Tani kavase de Rafuna. We have a brisa that says, like Rav Yehuda as well, that um, that she sells for six months and she gets uh, she gets supported, she gets payments every thirty days. So Gemara explains the halacha. She sells for six months in advance and she gets paid every thirty days. Well, what about Rav Huna? Meaning, uh, Rav Huna said that she gets paid, that she she sells for 12 months in advance. Why are you paskening that the Allah is Shisha Chadashim? Whatever happened to Rav Huna? Why don't you want to say like, like Rav Huna? So I'm alay, lo shmiali, kolomar, lo svirali. He said, well, I, I happen to not hold like, uh, like Rav Huna. Um, I mean, lo shmiali is a uh, lashon of Kabbalah, the lo svirali that I, that I reject the sheet of Rav Huna. So says, new shayla now. When Almanus sells karka from her husband's nechassim in order to collect her mezonos, so now we're going to move on to the discussion. Now that she sold that karka and she got the money for her mizonos, can she go back and be toe-faced that karka to pay for her ksuba? Because the Allah is that for ksuba she can collect even from the chasim shubadim, even karka that the husband owned at the time that he committed to the ksuba, but have since been sold, she's allowed to collect for the payment of her ksuba. So maybe she, even though she just sold it, she can go back and be torif milukuchos to pay for the ksuba. So the Gemara raises that question. They asked Rav Sheshas, if she already sold karka in order to pay for her mezonos, and the Yisomim don't have any other karkaos 
from which she can collect her ksuba, Mausha Taksavitov Luksuba. Is she allowed to go back and take uh, the karka from those lokhim in order to be able to pay her uh, her ksuba? Because the uh, the the, uh, the, the, the the entire husband's estate, including the Khasim Shubadim, are Mashuba to the Ksuba. So Gemara says that this Shaila is really a question in the Svara that uh, that that Rav Yosef in in in, in Rav Yosef did. Rav Yosef taught as follows: Our Malta dezavin. If you have an almana that sold that sold karka of Yisomim in order to collect her mezonos or ksuba, and she was mekabelas achrayus, and then the balchov of the husband comes and takes the karka away from the lukuchos to pay back his chov, the achrayus of the that the lukuchos have on that karka that they can go and uh, and and seek reimbursement for the loss of the karka achrayus ayasmi. They go back to the Yisomim. They don't go to the almana to collect the reimbursement for the karka that's been confiscated from them. Ubeidina dezavin. And similarly, if Beisdin sells a karka in order to collect for a balchov. From uh, and then another balchov comes and takes it away from the lukuchos again. Achrayus ayasmi. The achray, even though Bezin sold it with the achrayus, the achrayus goes back to the yisomim. So uh, so so the the suffix we have over here is my kivan achrayus ayasmi tarfa. Do we assume that since the achrayus is on the yisomim and they can collect the karka? From the uh, Yisomim, so the woman could just collect the karka directly from the lukuchos and uh, the, and and let them uh, and let the lukuchos go and ask the Yisomim for their money back because uh, the fact that she sold karka originally was b'shlichusay Yisomim, meaning she was really with the Yisomim owed her the money, they owed her the mezonos, so she was selling it with the shlichus of the Yisomim in order that they should have money to pay the chov to pay the uh, the, the chov of the mezonos. So it's not considered to be uh, improper for her to be tofe that same karka for herself now when she sold it she wasn't selling it for herself she was selling it on behalf of the Yisom so the Yisom could pay her off the Mizanos so now she can go and collect that karka for herself Odilmor maybe no maybe Matsi Amrila maybe the Lukuchos could say to her granted you're not the one who is Makabal the Achrayus and it's the Yisomim who are Makabal the Achrayus but that's only when it comes to Achrayus the Alma that's when it comes to Achrayus for other people people coming and taking away the field. But since you are the one that that, uh, that affected this uh, transaction, you're the one that actually sold us this piece of land. I don't care that you were doing it bishlichus of the Yisomim. Didn't you accept at least the achrayist in Afshach, your own achrayus, at least that much, that you shouldn't be the one to come in, uh, and, 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 and collect the karka. So the, that, that's the, uh, the suffix that the Gemara has. Rukveger is not sure what the gedder of this din of achrayis and afshach. Do we mean to say that such an achrayis she's mekabel alatzma, and it turns out that she can't collect, be, is only begedder achrayis, and male if she would want to pay uh, pay them money for it, she's able to buy the karka for the collection of ruksuba and the achrayis she can uh, she can pay off with uh, with money, or do we say that it's ki'ilu she's mevater on any sort of tevia that she could ever have on them, and uh, therefore she wouldn't even be able to collect the karka at all, even if she wants to reimburse them with money. Meaning, does she have any claim on this land at all? When she sold this land to them, is she giving up any claim whatsoever on this land? Or is she still claiming land, but she's 
Kabbalachrayus on it, that she's, uh, meaning she's not Mekabalachrayus for other people who confiscate the land. But if she confiscates the land, well then she's Mekabalachrayus because she's when they made the transaction, so she'll reimburse them with some other land or with uh, money or with whatever. She'll, she'll figure out a way to reimburse them. So that's your Kivega Suffolk. What does this mean? The Lashon, Achrayus, the Nafshach, Milo Kabula Kibalit, sounds like you're Mekabal some level of Achrayus. You're not Mekabalachrayus vis-a-vis the rest of the world, but you're Mekabalachrayus for yourself. But it could be that that's just an expression. I mean, what it means to say is that uh, that you're just you, you, by by making by affecting this transaction, you're saying that you're not going to bother us about this land, and therefore you have no right to ever bother us about this land. That's Rabbi Kivager Safek had to understand the gedar of this din exactly. So Amalu Rav Sheshes responded to this shaila. Again, the shaila was the woman sold karka for the sake of collecting mizonos, and now she wants to go confiscate that karka from the lekuchos in order to pay for her ksuba. So Rav Sheshes says to Nisua, we have a brisa about this exact Shiloh, where it says as follows, A woman is allowed to continue selling land for the sake of her mizonos until uh, the, the amount is left for her for ksuba. She has to leave over enough karka, that's the value of her ksuba, not to sell. And that way she'll be able to, to collect the ksuba from the unsold land, from the land that she did not already sell for mizonos. So you see that only if she's mishayr some karka to collect her ksuba from, can she actually collect her ksuba. But she cannot go back to that same land that she already sold in order to collect her ksuba. That's off limits. That she was already mocheles by affecting the transaction for the sake of the mizonos. So says, maybe that price is not such a riot. Maybe when the price is saying she can sell karka but has to leave over enough karka in the Yisomim's possession to collect her ksuba, we're not saying that minhadin she has to do that. Minhadin maybe she can collect from lekuchos. Maybe we're giving her good advice. What kind of reputation is she going to get if she runs around selling karka and then being torif from the very people that she sold the karka to? It's going to be terrible for her reputation and therefore uh, maybe it's an etzatova. So says my imkain, if it's only an etzatova, then listen to uh, let the b'risa say she collects the ksuba from the rest of the karka. My samachla. Why does it have to add the words samachla? That it sounds like uh, she can only be somech. Samachla means that her last resort, all she has to be somechan, all she has to rely on to ever be able to collect the ksuba is that leftover karka that she never sold. Ah, so shemamina shayrin lo lo. From there you see that it's only if she actually leaves over some karka that she's able to get it, but she's not able to go and and uh, collect the karka that she has already that she has already sold. If she were allowed to and it was just an tova, then we never would have used the term samachla. Samachla implies a last resort what she the only thing that she could possibly legally even uh, rely on so uh, so that's why it's a, the brisa taka is a, a good raya tosos of dibra maskil tosos writes um in uh, in 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 Dibra Maskal Mai that you can't you can't be poshit the suffix of the Gemara the Gemara the suffix earlier on Sadi Bezam and Bez so that uh, that that, uh, that that since over here she she didn't sell beferus shaloba achrayis so it's shaykh to say that she was mekabel on herself achrayis the nafsha but previously we were talking about where she sold beferus shaloba achrayis so I uh, mean so Tosas writes in Tomer Tikshim Yehacha the Rambam Barchama Tav Bayil Lemeimer Leel Gabi Ruven Shemach 
Ruvain sold to Shimon. We had a sugya earlier where Ruvain sold the field to Shimon. That a person did not even accept their own achrayis. And uh, we say by, by, by this brisa that the woman is mekabel achrayis nafsha. So if a woman is mekabel achrayis nafsha, maybe it should be the same over there in the sugya we had previously about Ruvain selling a field to Shimon where achrayis nafsha he at least accepts. So it says also Yisholem the Matzil the Memor Rami Bar Chama Dahacha Vade Achrayis Nafsha Mekabelas Dahaeinu Mocheres Behedya Shaloba Achrayis Avol Hasm Shemarchlo Behedya Shaloba Achrayis Afilu Achrayis Nafshei Lo Kavli Ravei Over here the woman is not selling Shaloba Achrayis. It's a little bit of a different case. She's selling Bachrayis. It's just that she's not the one that's taking on the Achrayis. It's the Yisomim who are taking on the Achrayis. That's very different than when you're selling with a deal that it's going to be Shaloba Achrayis. So when you're selling Shaloba Achrayis, then you could, you could be saying, and even Achrayis to Nafshei, I'm not being Mechabal. I'm going to go and I'm going to take it because I have no Achrayis whatsoever. Even if I take it away from you, there's not going to be Achrayis. But when you're selling with Achrayis, it's just that the Achrayis is on someone else. The Achrayis is not going to be my problem. It's going to be the Somim's problem. Well, then maybe there's more reason to assume that Achrayis to Nafshei, she is, uh, is Mechabal. So that's why the two Sugyas, even though they both talk about that, that terminology of Achrayis to Nafshei, Achrayis to Nafshei, it's not exactly the same deal in both cases. So the Gemara goes on to discuss um, if Islam, not, not a case of a woman. A person sells something because he assumes that he's going to need money. And it turns out that he doesn't need money for what he thought he would need it for. So you buy the, 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 the suffix was raised. Zabin If a person sold his field, and everyone knew, it was, a, it was common knowledge that the reason he sold this field uh, was because he needed a he needed cash for a specific for a specific need. That's how uh, Rashi writes over here. And after he sold the field, the whoever whatever it was that he was planning on buying, he was planning on buying something. It fell through, and it was obvious that he was not going to be able to buy it. And now he doesn't need the cash. So uh, so it turns out he didn't need the money. So the whole reason that he was selling his field went away. So do we assume Hadri's vini that the whole mekach is batal, or do we assume low Hadri's vini? That the uh, that the whole mekach is not batal. Beis Yosef writes in Choshamishpatzim Reish Zayin. This is all if he's if he's it only uses the word zabin, but it's only if he's zabin karka. It only works when you when you're selling karka. But when it comes to mechiras metaltalin, for sure the mekach is not batal because it could be that he's machar metaltalin for some some other need. We don't always assume that mechiras karka is something that we assume people only sell if they have to. Real estate is something that people hang on to. Metaltalin gets moved very easily. So by, it's more likely by Karka that he was only selling it because he very much needed the cash for some other deal that he had in place. But Metaltalin, we assume that he would sell for any number of, of needs, and therefore the Beis Yosef writes that the halacha would be different uh, when it comes to, uh, to Metaltalin. So says Mar Tashma will bring a raya. There was a guy who sold Karka, the Rav Papa, and, uh, and, and he sold, sold Karka to Rav Papa, and everyone knew that he did it because he needed the money, because he was interested in buying a bunch of oxen. As it turned out, the people who were selling him the oxen backed out 
on their end of the uh, of the agreement, and they were no longer willing to sell him oxen, so he, had, he no longer had a deal in place to be able to purchase the oxen. The Gemara Babasra talks about similar cases where a guy sells his house because he's going to make aliyah, and then uh, he's going to move to Eretz Yisrael, and then it turns out that uh, that he can't make it to Eretz Yisrael. That's some sort of danger. He's not able to travel, so is the whole mecher of the uh, of the house invalid? It's the same uh, same discussion. You're selling karka, and there's an obvious reason why he's uh, why he's selling, and then it turns out that that reason no longer applies. So So what did Rav Papa do when Rav Papa had purchased the land and he knew that he that the seller was only selling it because he needed the money for a deal, and the deal fell through. So Rav Papa gave the land back. He said, "Okay, they say give me my, my money back, and I'll give you the land back." So says Gemara, "That's not necessarily a riot, just because that's what Rav Papa did." Rav Papa but it could very well be that Rav Papa was acting Sadin that uh, the Gemara Darshans in Masechus Bamatziah Daflamim Beis that it's appropriate to go Lefnim Yisur Sadin Lefnim Yisur Sadin people often think is only a din in ritual law the Gemara Bamatziah's Drasha is written to Gemara Bamatziah in Ezekin and Lefnim Yisur Sadin applies in din it applies in uh, Dini Mamanus as well that it's appropriate for a person to go Lefnim Yisur Sadin it's uh, probably part of the the general uh, requirement of a uh, Sisa Yashavatov so Rav Papa was doing Lefnim Yisur Sadin so you can't bring a raya from Rav Papa as to what exactly the din is going to be. I was just asking Ravulu yesterday, a Shaila, about someone had a ribbis Shaila in business, and uh, he was Machmir, but at the, then he said, you know, it's great that people ask these Shailas. It used to be people would say, business is business, and Judaism is Judaism, you know, I'll, I'll worry about my Judaism in Shul, but business is business. It's Baruch Hashem, the Dora, that there are people uh, people asking the Shailas. So, uh, yeah, so I, don't, I don't know what made me think of that just now. But Tashma, there was another Raya, Dehu Sorta. there was uh, some time, there, there was a point in time where grain, the prices of grain went very, very high because there was a shortage to all supply and demand. Av bin Arda, in time of Narda, so everyone sold whatever they could in order to be able to buy food. They were starving, so they sold their houses in order that they should have money to be able to buy grain. Then a huge shipment of grain came on a boat, and now the supply was way up, the demand uh, was, was, was able to be met easily, and there's no way anyone would have sold their houses had they known that this shipment was coming. So Rav Nachman says the halacha is that the whole sale is batel, all the sales of all these homes are batel, and it goes back to the original to the original seller. And uh, the, you see from there clearly that if you sell something, I mean, this is our raya, that if you sell something clear, with a clear need for cash, for a specific clear need for cash, and then it turns out that you don't need the cash, so Gemara says, nah, not a raya. Over there was a mekach toz mamish, because there was a fact that they weren't aware of. The I mean, it wasn't something that came up later where someone else backed out an agreement or something. No, it then became clear that the boat was really on the way the whole time, but it was hidden from sight somehow because it was at an angle or somewhere, hidden somewhere. But had they known that the boat was on its way, carrying all this grain, they never would have sold their home. So there was a piece of information that they were missing. So it's a very fine line. What do we consider a, pe- a missing piece of information? And when do we assume it's not about information, it's about something? that didn't yet happen, that's going to be in the future. Once at a Shaila, a guy had, uh, had, had, had uh, lent someone $10,000 a number of years earlier, and he kept on asking him for the money back over and over and over again, and the person kept on saying, tomorrow, tomorrow, maybe in the future, maybe, maybe, and he realized years later he's never getting this money back. So on uh, Rosh Hashanah, during davening, he had in mind in davening, he's mochel dechov. 
that he felt bad that this person is going to go to Gehenna because of him. So he decided he's mochel v'chav. Then he come, came home after Hashanah and he checked his mail and he opened up the envelope and there was a check for $10,000. Mamash Hashayla that I got that this, this, this happened. So he wanted to know, is his mechila binding? So, is it, so the question really is, is in mechila, first of all, if it wasn't verbal, but he actually said it was verbal. He didn't, he didn't say it to the other person, but he did verbalize it, that I am mochel v'zchov. But, uh, but, but the, the question was, is in mechila betoz? So the, the, the question was, at the time that he was mochel, was it already in the mail? I mean, it's the same Shayla over here. Was it already on the way? If it was already on the way, then it's likely mechila b'tavos. But if it wasn't yet on the way, then it's not a mechila b'tavos. Then he was he was talking mochel. He should probably call the other person and uh, tell him I was I was mochel. But uh, if you'd like to give me a ten thousand dollar matana, I would be I would gladly uh, accept such matana. Uh, but that, that's uh, that's what Shapta told me in that, in that case. If Zilberstein thought differently. He thought that. People don't, uh, someone who owes $10,000 and hasn't paid it in years, didn't just come up with $10,000. The summer he was saving it over a period of time. So it's likely that the wheels were already in motion whenever he was mochel because the person was ready to put it away. But that's, that's that fine line. When, what do we assume is considered the wheels already being in motion? I mean, over here we're saying the boat was already on its way. So had he known that, then that, you know, that's, that's, a, that's not something in the future. That's already there. So do you consider someone putting away money in his own bank account to be considered wheel, the wheels are already in motion? or only when it's already in the mail, when the check is already in the mail, that the wheels are in motion. Interesting uh, discussion. So the Gemara says, you see from this uh, the, 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 from this mice of Narda, uh, was a case of Mekach Taos, that Ihachi, uh, if it was a case of Mekach Taos, if you're going to say that uh, that because the boat was on the road already, was on the uh, was already in the water, Hainu Damerle Rami Barshmol Rav Nachman, that's what Rami Barshmol said to Rav Nachman, in Cain, Nimtseis Machshilan La'asadavo, that if you're going to say that the whole Mekach is Batel, it's it's going to cause a big michshol in the future because when there's going to be famine in the future in Narda and people are going to need to sell their houses, no one's going to want to buy the houses from them because everyone's going to say, oh, and as soon as the boat comes, all of the sale is going to be bottled. What do we need the headache to buy the houses from them? Uh, and Amar Lein, he said, Rav Nachman said to Rami Bar Shmuel, are you really worried that how often do you think this is going to happen? How often does it happen that there's a bitsaras in Narda? They have to worry about, uh, about giving some such a psak that it's going to be a michshal that people are going to be afraid to buy houses. Samalei in he said betzorta ben arda mishkach shchicha said absolutely betzoras is very common in arda and therefore we do have to worry about a michshal asadavo. But if you can say that the story was in was like uh, similar to our shaila where there weren't uh, any, uh, there weren't boats already on the uh, on 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 the uh, on the way there it was just that the uh, grain was uh, was uh, only 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 started making its way. After the uh, the Mekach or the Mochre Achitim were were Choser Stam, where it's something that happened new, so then remember Shmuel would not have said to Rav Nachman that it's common because that's not common. Meaning it is common that the grain is on the way, but it's not common that the grain wouldn't even be on the way yet. So that's a very uncommon case. That's not something he would have remarked. Just very simply, is very common, and therefore we do have to be worried about loss of level. The Hilchsa the Gemara comes to a halachic conclusion. Zabin Zuzi Hadri. If uh, you sold something and it turns out you don't need the money, so the sale is not binding. The, the sale goes back. Okay, new Mishnah. The Mishnah is going to talk about an almana selling karka when she has to do so in Beisdin. And uh, when we say in Beisdin, it always has to be in Beisdin. The question is whether it's a Beisdin of Momchim or even Shlosha Hadyotos. So says the Mishnah, almana, an almana, Bein Mina Erisin, Bein Mina whether the Arus died and therefore she's an almana Mina Erisin and uh, she gets a Ksuba 
Mitzvah, but she's not entitled to Mizonos, not Mineris and doesn't receive Mizonos, or whether it's not Mineris where she's entitled both to a Ksuba and to Mizonos until her Ksuba is paid, Malcheres Shalobe Beisdin. Either way, she's allowed to sell Karka for what she's owed, even outside of the Beisdin of Mumchib. Meaning, even if all she's collecting is a Ksuba, she's not collecting Mizonos, she's still allowed to sell Shalobe Beisdin. Rabbi Shimon says, no. If she's not Mon Minanisuin and therefore she's collecting Mizonos, so that she could do outside of Bezdin for the sake of Mizonos. But if all she's collecting her is, is a Ksuba, well then she needs to be in a Bezdin of Mumchim, because since anyway she's not entitled to Mizonos, all she's entitled to is a Ksuba, that you need a Bezdin of Mumchim. But whenever the need is for Mizonos, that she could do because with Nebuch, we don't want her to starve, we don't want her to have to suffer, to wait for a basin of Mumch until she can get the money to pay for her Mizonos. So that's the Machlokas. Can a woman sell even just for the sake of a Ksuba outside of Beisdin, or is it only Mizonos that she could sell, that she, that she sell outside of Beisdin, but not for a Ksuba? So says the Gemara, Bishlama, Minani Suin, I understand why the Chamor Mekel by Nalman Minani Suin that she could sell Shalab Bezin Mishimazone so that she shouldn't have to wait for her Mazonos. Elamina Erison, but if we're talking about Nalmana Mina Erison over here, Elamina Erison, my time, why is it that they allow her to sell Shalab Bezin? They don't make her come to Bezin to sell like any other Balchov who has to sell Karka to, to collect their Chov, and they're only allowed to do so in Bezin. So why should it be that Mina Erison, where all she is, is a balachov, she's just collecting a ksuba, why shouldn't she have to do that in Basin like every other balachov in the world? Amar Ula, so Gemara is going to have two opinions and we're going to say nafkamina between them. Amar Ula, Mishum China. Ula says it's because of chain. What does that mean? That in order to encourage women to want to get married, we want to make it easy for them to collect their ksuba. So if she has to go and schlep around and wait for a Beisdin to collect her ksuba, it's going to be difficult to find women who are interested in getting married. So that she can sell karka for her ksuba even shalob uh, bezdin. So we've discussed in the past that what do you mean? Don't we don't we normally paskin? Don't we normally assume tavlo mes of tandum and mes of armelu yoser me masha ish rotzalisa ish rotzalinase more than a man wants to get married, a woman wants a woman wants to get married. So does she really need the encouragement to get married? So that was the tesis we had a couple of weeks ago on daf peidalit amalaf dibra maskel ksubas. So why is it that we have to worry that she's not? Get remarried, so Tosa and Nimra bin Hananel that the chain is that the women will find chain, that the men will want to marry them, meaning not like uh, Rashi says over here. The Ramam writes that the chain is that she'll have uh, that she'll have something so she can get remarried to somebody else. It's not the chain of this marriage, it's the chain for the next marriage. She should be able to collect her ksuba so she can have some money in her pocket so that when it's, that someone else will want to will marry her. Different explanations of exactly, uh, of, of, of exactly what the uh, what the chain is. The Ran writes enough community between Rashi and Rabbi Nechananel is that according to Rashi, even if she already is remarried, we could be matir to sell Shalob because it's a general takana that women uh, are, are, women need this ease of, get, of collecting the Ksuba in order to, uh, to, to, to want to marry in general. Um, but according to the Rach, that the takana is that uh, someone will want to remarry her to marry, to marry this woman, so then, uh, so, so then if she's already remarried,
worry, then you don't have this takana, then there's no reason she should be allowed to uh, to collect outside of Beisdin. But anyway, that's the first explanation. Is Mishum Chein. Rabbi Yochan Amar, Rabbi Yochan says, no, it's a different reason. A guy doesn't want his wife to have to go through the Bizayim of collecting in Beisdin. So that applies even Mizman uh, Eirisin. So the says, what's enough Kamina, whether the issue is Chein or the issue is Shal Tzpazi Yishtab Beisdin? Grusha. Nafkamina would be if she's a Grusha. If the issue is one of Chain that we're trying to encourage the women to get married, according to Rashi, that we're trying to encourage the women to get married, so Grusha also needs Chain, meaning the woman realizes when she gets married that the marriage could end in any number of ways. It could end with her dying, her husband dying, or, uh, or divorce. And she wants to know that if it ends with her husband dying or with divorce, that she'll have an easy way to collect her Ksuba. So that's important for her, even in terms of Grusha. But if the whole issue is that he loves his wife so much he doesn't want his wife to have to be Mizbazim maybe if he dies he doesn't want his wife she's going through enough after losing her husband she's going to have to run to Bezdin but if she's a Grusha he wants his wife he doesn't care if she's Mizbazim he probably uh, prefers it so, so in the case of a Grusha you wouldn't have such a Svara of the Tzpazim Ishto Bezdin so Gemara brings a Raya that Rabbi Yochanan is correct, that the reason is because of Tashima, Tanan rather, says the Mishnah, we have a Mishnah later in, 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 in today's stuff, in a few lines Ugrusha can only sell in, uh, in Bezdin I understand if the whole issue is that you don't want your wife to be embarrassed in Beisdin, so that's why a Grusha has to sell in Beisdin, because you don't care about the Grusha. But if the issue were Chein, then the same Allah should reply to a Grusha that she shouldn't need to sell in Beisdin either. So it says, He can't bring a Raya from that, because the Tana that, uh, that, that, that taught this Bryce is Rabbi Shimon who holds that the whole issue is Rabbi Shimon holds all issues Mishum Chain, but that's not our question. Our question is, according to the Chachamim, is it Mishum Chain or is it Shalot Espaza Ishto Bebezin? But the Reisha says, So we can see from there that she was not Rusa, she's not able to sell, but a Grusha is also not able to sell. Why does the Mishnah have to write the din by a Grusha if we already said by Istamina Rusa? So, I might have thought that it's only a din by an Arusa, there in Almanim and Erisin, she doesn't have so much chain. Meaning, what does it mean she doesn't have so much chain? If a girl sees that an, that an, Aru, an Almanim and Erisin has a hard time collecting a ksuba, it's not going to discourage her that much from getting, mar- from getting married. Because she's going to say, of course it's more difficult for her. She never had a full loving marriage. She never got to experience the full effect of a, uh, of a marriage. So for her, it makes sense that she'll have to be tareach a little more to collect her ksuba. Avol grusha denafesh but she had chibas bia. She had the full uh, full effect of a loving marriage, and uh, then uh, only later on she got divorced. So uh, if she has to be tareach, that's going to that, that reflects poorly on, uh, on on the way marriage works and the way it's uh, the, the way the way it's going to end for her. Same at One might have thought that she should still require this uh, this level of chayin. So that's why the Mishnah has to say that a grusha also is not able to sell outside of Bezin. So says Well, Hanami Tanina. We learned the din of a grusha also. 
Kol Sheinu Mizanos, that it says in the safe of our Mishnah, that whenever she doesn't get Mizanos, she's only allowed to sell in the basin. If all she's selling for is for Ksuba, she's got to do it in the basin. Asuyi Mai, what's it coming to, to, what's that last din coming to add? Lavla Asuyi Grusha, isn't it coming to tell me that a Grusha, even after Nisuin, that she can, she can only sell in the basin? So why does the Tan have to write the din of a Grusha a second time? So it must be love. Asuyi Mugureshes Ve'ena Mugureshes. Says Gemara, no, it's coming to tell us about a case of a girl who's Suffolk Megureshes Min Ha'erasin. The second case of Grusha is not telling me a Grusha Min Ha'erasin, it's telling me Suffolk Megureshes Min Ha'erasin. What's Suffolk Megureshes? You know, the guy is Zorak, the Gemara in Gittin talks about it. the guy is Zorak get to the wife, Suffolk Karov Lo, Suffolk Karov La. Where it landed is not clear whether it affected a, uh, a divorce or not. So she, so, so it's a Suffolk Megureshes. So the Tan is telling us that she can't sell her Ksuba because, um, she can't sell for, uh, land for the sake of her ksuba because the the the, uh, the that and 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 this this that didn't we we uh, we can learn from Alman Min Erisin who's not able to sell but the chiddush is that you some marachayev to give her mizonos after her husband dies and the reason Tan has to tell us this chiddush is because Rabbi Zera Rabbi Zera called Malkam Shomer Mugreshes and Mugreshes Baal Chayev B'Mizonos whenever we say that someone is Suffolk Mugreshes the Baal is Chayev to uh, to give her mizonos so the Tan has to tell us that Rabbi Zera is only It's only if the husband's still alive that since she's not, she can't get remarried because of him, so he has to give her mizonos. But after he dies, where well, she's able to get remarried anyway because he's dead, meaning whether the marriage ended in divorce, which we don't know if it did or not because she's suffering regressions, or whether it ended in death, it ended, and therefore uh, after his misa, the yarshim are not chayiv in the mizonos because she's going to say, I'm an almana, you owe me the mizonos. The children are going to say, No, you're not. You're a grusha. We don't know you the mizonos. So uh, they're the ones that are considered to be muhsak in the estate. So Gemara brings another riot to Rabbi and Tashima. Keshem shemacharish lo bebezin kach yorsheha yorshik subasa mochim shlo bebezin. Just like the woman herself can sell outside of bezin, so too can her yorshim sell outside of bezin. Well, bishlam nad yam lefishen on rosh shetzbazi shlo bezin ki echidi ihilo nichalei detzbazi yorsha nami lo nichalei zili bazu. If you say the reason is that he doesn't want her to be humiliated in bezin, well, the same way he doesn't want her to be humiliated in bezin, he also doesn't want the yorshim to be humiliated. In, in Basin, and therefore uh, it's, they're allowed to sell outside of Basin as well. Elman Yamar Mishum But if you say the reason that we allow an Almana to sell outside of Basin is because we're trying to encourage women to want to get married, and the only way that we're going to encourage them is if it's easy for them to collect the Ksuba, Yorsheha She doesn't care if her male Yarshim are going to have a difficult time collecting. They're men. Let them go fight it out in court. It's just the Chain the the issue is that she's a woman. She feels like I'm going to have to go to Bezin and, and collect, that's beneath my dignity. So says Gemara, no, even Mishmachain, it could apply to the Yarshim. Who says that the Yarshim are men? Maybe the one who Yarshins her is a woman, is a, her daughter, her, uh, her, her sister, and therefore the, the Din of Chain would still apply. Okay, so uh, next Mishnah is going to.
going to build off of a lot, a lot of what we've already learned. We already learned in the previous Mishnah um, that there's a machlokas, Rabbi Shimon and Lechamim, whether you're allowed to sell just for the sake of ksuba, Shalom or only for the sake of Mizonos, Shalom Basin. We also learned uh, in the Gemara uh, earlier why it is that Chamim allowed an Almana to sell Nechasim Shalom Basin, whether it's Mishum Chain or whether it's Mishum Lo Nichot Tispaza, that we don't want her to be in Nispaza. We, right, we also learned that there's a Tanai Ksuba that the Yarshim are obligated to give the Almana Mizonos. So now we're going to have an additional, we're going to need all that in mind, but we're going to add an additional Nakuda, an additional Machlokas, Rabbi Shimon Nechamim by an almana that collected a chalek of her ksuba. She collected part of her ksuba. According to Rabbi Shimon, she loses the mizonos from the Yusum. The right to mizonos is lost as soon as she gets any part of her ksuba. And according to the Chamim, when she collects part of her ksuba, she doesn't necessarily lose the mizonos. So it's going to be two machlokas, machlokas that, are, that really uh, express themselves in the Mishnah. Whether an almana is allowed to sell karkash basin just for collecting her ksuba, which was the machlokas from the previous Mishnah. And when she collected part of her ksuba, does she then lose the rights to mizonos? So machra, let's say the Alman is sold in order to collect Subasa Omiksasa, her ksuba or part of the ksuba. Mishkna ksubasa omiksasa. She gave us a mashkod, uh, her ksuba or part of it. Or nasna ksubasa laacher omiksasa. She gave part of her ksuba away, or her entire ksuba. Lo timkares hashar elav basin. The rest can only be sold in basin. That's Rabbi Shimon who holds that an almana that collects even only a chalik of her ksuba loses the rights to the mizonos. And since that's the case, so going forward, she's only going to be allowed to sell in basin because she's no longer allowed to sell for the sake of her mizonos. That's what he means to say. That the low basin, whatever she sells can only be in basin. She could sell karkos from the Yisoma's possessions even for collecting ksuba four or five times. And the chamos say, and she could sell karka from the Yisoma for mizonos. So uh, both, so she's allowed to sell for the ksuba and for the uh, for the mizonos. Shalom basin outside the basin. And she should write when she's selling Karkos for the Tzorach of the Mizonos, that, that she's doing it for the sake of Mizonos. And that's the Neitzah Tova the Chamer giving her. The people shouldn't say that everything she sold is for Mizonos, because then, like we saw in yesterday's daf, everyone's going to say she's a Rav Tanis, that she's a gluttonous person. But that was by an Alman. And the Mishnah just says that a Grusha selling for the sake of collecting the Ksuba, that can only be Bebezin, either because they allow an Almana Shalom Bebezin, because the Heter is only Enod Rosh Spaz Basin, which isn't Shaykh by a Grusha, or a Grusha is, 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 is uh, um, or, or the, the, if the Heter of Almana was Mishum Chain, a Grusha also needs Chain, but you still have to say this Din of the Mishnah, then you would have to say this Din of the Mishnah is going according to Rabbi Shimon, who argues on the reason of Chain, not like the Chacham, like we said in the Gemara before. So says Gemara Masnis in money, Rabbi Shimon, he, our Mishnah is going like Rabbi Shimon, the Tanya Machruk Subasa, Mishkanak Subasa, Asik Subasa, particular Achar, Ein Lamazonos, Rabbi Shimon, that our Mishnah assumes that even if only part of her ksuba is given up, she loses rights to Mizanos. So says the name of Shimon Seems clear then that Rabbi Shimon holds we don't assume part of a payment of the ksuba is like the whole ksuba. And the Rabbanan disagree. But when it comes to a different topic, but whether mixus is kakol, we find that they all the opposite. Sheetos. Ha'ipcha shamin lehu. Detanya vuhu isha bivsuleha. A coin gadol 
has to marry Dafka a Besula. He's only allowed to marry a Besula. Prat the Bogares she called a Besuleha. Div Rameir. Rameir holds that if she's a Bogares, then a Kohen Gadol can't marry her. Rabbi Rabbi Shimon Machshirim Bogares. And Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shimon allow her to marry Bogares. So it says, Mara Hassel Bekrai Pligi. No, the two Machlokas are not connected to each other. Because Rameir Savar, Rameir is just darshaning the Pasuk as follows. Besula, I feel a mitzvah Besula. Had it said Besula, it would imply even a Bogares. Besuleha, Adikakula Besulim. Besuleha teaches us that he cannot marry Bogares, that it has to be a girl that has all of her Besulim. Bivsuleha, Bikadarki and Shalokadarka Lo. That it has to be only with a Bia Kadarka, not a Bia Shalokadarka. Rablazar Abishiman Savri, Rablazar Abishiman, oh no. Besula, Shlema Mashma. Besula implies even a Bogares. Uh, not, not, not a Bogares, that she's got to be a complete Besula. Besuleha, Afilu Miktas Besulim. And then Bivsuleha, she called Basula Kayamin. Bivsula tells us that all of her Basulim has to be there, Bain Bikadarka, Bain Shalokadarka, whether it's Kadarka or Shalokadarka. So it's simply a Josh in the Pasuk that has nothing to do with Mikzas Kesef, Kikal Kesef. That's what we'll pick up at the top tomorrow. Oh, yeah.